to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to the Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We're covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 35, Chris, otherwise known as the Redemption Episode. Now, Chris, <laughs> where would you like to start today? Listen, I am fizzing, Dave. I'm fizzing with this show. So... I was all in Casseramore. I loved it. I loved the whole episode of the recoupling, all of the fallout from it. The one thing that I kept saying over and over was the whole thing with Will is bullshit. I know you said it. I think Joe said it and other people have said it was when one of the new girls said to him, like he'd been pretty boy, may have been Layla, who he kissed. Like, you know, he basically, we've not seen that personality. He's going to do it. So, I have a theory, David. I have a Columbo, just one more thing, a theory, okay? This whole... I don't agree with that in the workplace. <laughs> don't start laughing sorry, again. Sorry, go on, go on, it's serious, serious. Okay, it's serious. So um, the whole theory is this. Everyone's used to kissing each other in games and all that sort of thing, Right. I think that none of the Castle Moore, this is my theory, none of the Castle Moore girls were in on it, hence why Cynthia was so upset, and I still stand by that because she was. Layla, all of them. However, I think that Will, Tom, uh, Tanya, and Shaq, basically, and their partners, you know, Jesse and fucking Sammy, were all in on this, Dave. And I think they've told him, go in there. You know, you guys do this, Tanya, you two. It doesn't look so obvious. Tanya, you get with this guy, Martin, because it was a very, very faint kiss that she did. And then we get this utter horseshit fucking episode of Redemption. So we start the episode off with them fucking like, you know, that's it. I'm over you. I am finished with you. Oh, they sleep on it. Jesse's like, ooh, you know what? I don't know. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. So I am saying this whole thing was bullshit and it was fucking made up and absolutely fabricated by the producers with them in tow because I never have and never will buy the whole turn of Will at all from what we'd seen. So what do you think of that, Dave? I rest my case, Your Honour. <laughs> well, I, I must admit, so when we were talking about it before, let, let's just focus on Will and Jesse first. Yes. Because there's, there's so many uh, – there's bullets for everyone, Chris. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was saying, look, I'm I'm a bit on the fence, and and you know we've had some dialogue, we've had some feedback, and whatever. People absolutely buying, you know, Jesse's side of the story, and I I kind of see it's like, yeah, it, it all makes sense, you know. She's been cheated on a lot in the past, and you know, so she's gone for this kind of safer option, and now that's thrown back in her face. Like all the logical reasons have pulled me more towards the fence and sitting on the fence. I'm like, is it set up or, 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 or is it a genuine reaction? Chris, the fucking days of our lives overacting that was going on when they went up, Will and Jesse went up to the terrace and she's crying. And, you know, I've had some people say, oh, just, just cause you're crying doesn't mean there has to be tears. All right. Maybe it's a Prince Andrew situation, like he can't sweat. But <laughs> most human beings 
do yeah. eject yeah. water from their eyes when they're crying. Jesse consistently hasn't done that. So that's pulled me, you know, away from the, okay, it's logical uh, situation and position. But Chris, when you're, when you're genuinely crying, it, it has an effect on your vocal cords. Like, like if you're trying to hold it together and then, you know, you just break for, for brief moments, you can't actually speak. Yeah, and they, it it stops you from speaking. When you're watching bad soap operas, though, it's all like this, and I'm all just talking, or, or fucking Oscar speeches. Oh yeah, oh, save the yeah. planet and do all this stuff, and you know, uh, <laughs> drive less so I can take my private jet to places. You know, it's 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 fucking acting. And yes. honestly, Chris, I I was maneuvered off my. Uh, position on the fence and I know it's it's going to be unpopular with a lot of people because a lot of people are like nope nope Jesse 100% authentic you know it's completely logical that she would behave in that way that scene though I was like no that's <laughs> you're not selling it there and so yeah I was whether whether this was producer manipulation which is another level of conspiracy but or whether they've kind of independently come up with this thing themselves, you know, sneaky little chats in the corner or whatever, away from the cameras and or by the smoking area outside. Because we never see anyone smoking, Chris, do we? But we no. people do smoke, so it's out by the front door where they, where they escape off to. I, I just think it is all bullshit. And yeah. the, as soon as that happened... And, uh, well, actually, the thing that solidified it was when she said, oh, I kind of missed him in the bed and stuff. I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking know what's coming. It's fucking some elaborate plan around the fucking villa. And it's just, ah, oh. you know what, Chris? I had missed out on the best episodes last week, but I was back into my fuck the lot of your position today. I'm with you know what though, Dave? I'm with you because it was it was like it it was just fucking ridiculous. The show needs a revamp. I'm sorry, it needs a fucking revamp before the summer. Tom, from nowhere, oh, I tell you what, I think I'm gonna write her a poem. Oh, I've never written one before. Tom, shut the fuck up. You're copying Liam. It's bullshit. It's absolute fucking bad day. I tell you what, I had a bad day yesterday. And I, by the end of today, and today, well, you know, today was not a bad day. But by the end of the episode today, I was like, you know what? I really need to go and need to find a punch bag or something because I had had enough of this <laughs> shit. What are they doing? It's just, oh my god, I was so annoyed. I was like, none of this is real. None of this is real. He writes a poem. Next minute, Sammy is, oh my god, that is amazing. They're back together. And then we got Tanya and Shaq from nowhere. Well, if Tanya loves Shaq so much, she wouldn't put the person she loves through the ringer. However, the wall and the ice is falling, Dave, because they were back on, not back on track, but we're at the point. I still don't know what Tanya's doing because I did like what Martin said and he laid into it a bit and was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, it, it just, he she was right. really angry with him though. Yeah. She, she was just, like, look, I, I, what do you want me to say? I'm halfway over there. And I'm halfway here. It's like, well, I don't know any person on the planet who would be happy with that situation, to be honest. But she's like, got the fucking ump about it. Yeah, I'm with you. It was 
bizarre. Tanya's act is so strange in Castle. And this is where I am thinking it's the redemption arc thing. And and so we get the we get the full stop on Tom and Sammy. Nobody gives a fuck about them two, if I'm being honest, because I don't. Will and Jesse, absolute bollocks. And I agree with you. Her acting was awful. And that's what I felt watching it. I felt like I, I just felt it was just poorly executed. And when we got they're fucking, they're all stood there reading this shit out, Dave. And she's gone from the day before hating this guy, wanting to rip his balls off. So just because they've written this shit thing together with him saying sorry, and Lana's there as if like she's not in on it from the producers, like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is going to be great. Oh, that's a voice. <laughs> is it right? I can't even get the voice right now. I've had enough. <laughs> but it was just shit. It just reminded me of that. Remember the Paul McCartney video where all the little frogs are just going boom, 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 boom. and they're all jumping up and down. It was like that one. It was like, we love Will. He is sorry. No, it's fucking bollocks, Dave. And you know what makes it worse? We're going to get boyfriend and girlfriend shit out the back of this, aren't we? Oh, 100%. I yeah, have gone, yeah. Dave. Gone with this. It needs a revamp. The fucking producers want firing. I don't want anyone to have a job, really, but just put them somewhere else. Put them in the fucking back somewhere because the fucking shit they're delivering is so fake and obvious. It's ridiculous. You, you, you're deflating my anger here, Chris. Sorry, I'm just what, fucking ridiculous. I posted the gift, didn't I, which was the old SpongeBob when he's got the big excited face on and then you've got Squidward, like miserable as fuck, walking in. I thought that, I thought that would be me and you recording, but it seems like we're both Squidward, uh, apparently. But, yeah, it is just bollocks. And I, like I say, the, the only element of doubt for me is, is this producer-led or is it just because these are students of the game? And so they haven't got a fucking original idea between them. So, you know, they've watched the previous series and it's like, all oh, right, okay, so this is what we need to do. But it's just fucking boring because it's just, it's the same script. You are literally, it, it's like taking fucking Shakespeare. You know, if you're watching a, a Shakespeare play in one place, you know, is that a different play when you watch it somewhere else? You know what I mean? It's the same fucking script. And so, yeah, I must admit, this was one of the worst episodes, I thought. And I suppose, you know, because we're cynical old fuckers, but I, I guess there's probably people out there who are going, oh, it's amazing. Oh, my God, they've, they've got back together. I'm so happy. Oh, just like that. Just like Jesse's crying. And I just like, oh, fuck this. Wasting my <laughs> fucking life watching this shit. <laughs> We're going to get some micro for this because I, I went on the official page and just to see, and there's loads of people said they were crying. And I'm like, I hope you were crying laughing because he, well, I was not fucking buying Jeez it. I, I, we are going to get some shit, and I'm sorry if people bought into it, but I am not buying that fucking horse shit whatsoever, Dave. It was just utter bollock, the whole episode. And the only one who come out of it with any fucking thingy from me was hashtag Team Kai. Him and Martin, actually, Martin was good. Kai, fucking brilliant. I go, well, I'll speak to him and I'll apologize, but only if apologize. The guy's like, I'm walking out of it. I am not apologizing because I did nothing wrong. I'm like, go on, Kai, you tell yeah. us, son. You tell us. <laughs> so, yeah, what a turnaround. Chris felt 180 there, day, But I was the only thing I can take as a positive out of that episode. No, I, I think you're right. And I, I was trying to think about this because I was thinking, well, he's got to be a little bit careful there because the thing is, Saddam was siding almost with Olivia, wasn't she? She was saying like, well, you know, you could just apologize. 
It's like, what have I got to apologise for? Yeah, but you don't really have to mean it. You know, you just kind of say it without meaning it. It's like, no, I'm not playing that game. And he is acting exactly how I would act. Yeah. Because from that initial uh, point of conflict, from that original point of conflict where, you know, Olivia's walked in, he's tried to just be, you know, passive and tried to be cool with it all. He's tried to be the good guy. And she's just been an absolute fucking see you next Tuesday. And it's like, right, there's only so many times you'll do that. And then it's like, right, that is now a shut door. I, I just can't cannot be asked with this. I cannot be asked with things like this in my life. Fuck off. I'm done. <laughs> so but the thing thing that made me laugh though, Chris, you know, good old narcissist Olivia. She just cannot comprehend that Kai actually chose Saddam over her. Yeah. Is it Saddam? Sorry, Saddam. Fucking Saddam. <laughs> Fucking hell, hell, that's a turn. (laughs) Shit. Um, Sanam, right? She can't comprehend that she'd have chose her. So she's saying, well, well, you know, Kai probably probably picked her just because he felt threatened, you know, and so if he'd have been single and I'd have been with someone, then he'd have been vulnerable, wouldn't he? And it's like, oh, my God, like the fucking levels, the mental gymnastics you go to to, you know, convince yourself how fucking great you are and how fucking much everyone else is a fucking arsehole. It's why narcissists don't grow. It's because they convince themselves they were right all along. You know, so most non-narcissists, you know, we look at ourselves and go, you know what, I fucking didn't like the way I behaved there. You know what, not going to do that ever again. And and you you sort of adjust yourself and and then you learn from it and grow. Narcissists don't. And again, she just provides more and more evidence of, of being the ultimate. I mean, they're all fucking somewhere on the narcissism scale, but... She's top of the fucking tree, to be honest, Chris. Yeah, it is an unbelievable character. Whenever she says stuff like that, Dave, I'm with you. I'm sort of like, it's always you, 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 isn't it? Now, how done she is. And there's always an angle. But yeah, like I said, luckily, it wasn't the Olivia show again. It was, but it was, no, it wasn't thingy. It's just, it's just tired now, I think. This is old hat. Maybe. Maybe it was genuine, Dave. Maybe there's a 5% chance that this was all genuine. But because we've seen it over and over, I wasn't buying it. And it, you know what I think, Dave? Genuinely, and I genuinely think that watching it tonight, right? I don't know about you because, you know, you've got young kids. Uh, you know, I've got a young daughter. Is What message does this send to, to yeah. people? It basically says that most fucking people can go out and cheat. And as long as you read them a fucking poem or you send, you know, do you do something really ridiculous? It's all forgotten and we, we move on. I, honestly, I know we joke and we take the piss and that, but this show consistently shows that bad behavior is rewarded, Dave, and yeah. that's not fucking real life. And it's not to be too serious or anything because it's not my mantra usually, but that is one thing I thought watching tonight's episode. I, I think we've come to this place a few times and I seem to remember thinking, now I might be misremembering this, but I seem to remember saying something along the lines of, you know, if Liam and Millie win, that season, whichever season it was, that's it. It's fucked because it yeah. just it just shows that you know you can cheat, do whatever you want, treat things like a lad's holiday. Doesn't matter. Just do a little bit of grafting. You have to sit it out in the doghouse for 
few days. That's it. In the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot. And then you come out smelling of roses. So women, yeah. you should just fucking, you know, hold your man to account, but only for a little bit, yeah. you know, and then forgive him and then move on. And then it's love's young dream, isn't it? It is. I agree, Chris. There's so many people watching this and, and thinking that it is real. And I'm not having it. I'm not having that, you know, unless fucking, you know, we are doomed <laughs> society, but surely... Normal people without manipulation don't behave this way. Yeah, right? surely they don't, because even if right on the outside, if all these people left to their own devices were cheating fuckers and they all cheated on everyone, cheated on everyone else, even if they did that, you know they'd be thinking, "Fucking hell, you know, I'm gonna, get, I'm, I'm fucking on TV here." There is not a second that they forget that they're on TV. Not a single second that they do. I know they say, oh, yeah, you can forget the cameras there. Bullshit. You're always playing up to the cameras. And if they thought that they were going to get fucking chastised for doing this stuff because they had to fucking sit it out for a few days in Casa Amor, <laughs> then they wouldn't do it. Yeah, but they have to have been manipulated or encouraged in some way you know, to explore these connections. And then this Love Island language that's come out, you know, that, well, you have to be tested, you know. You have to snog the face off various people to really realize if you'd like someone else who isn't there. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking bullshit. And it it is a terrible, terrible example to set because this has happened so many times now. Every fucking season, it's the same. Yeah, it is. It is. I agree. I agree. And it's not to be serious. It's not our thing, but it does need addressing now. It does need addressing. Uh, so, Dave, one last thing before we ride off into the sunset. Claudia and Casey, we buying any of this, this chat they had? Claudia no. sort of chastising. Me neither. Anyway, let's move on to the emails, Dave. <laughs> right, guys, we've got a few emails just before we go. Quite a few, actually. So this one's from Karen. Welcome back, Dave. I'm not sure that's a great heading, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> greetings from Scotland. I've been an avid listener to your podcast in season eight, and I love that both of you speak your mind and have no filter, even if I don't agree with everything you say. Now, I'm not a fan of Ron whatsoever. He's done questionable things prior to Castle, but you guys really have an agenda against that man. To compare him to Jake is absurd. Jake would openly encourage the guys to cheat the moment they step foot in the Casa Villa. If Ron did the same thing, then it would have been aired like it was with Jake and also Luca from last season. The likes of Tom and, Tom and Will have behaved far worse, but don't get anywhere near the same level of shit that Ron has. I also have to speak to Olivia. Speak on Olivia. I have not disliked a Love Island contestant as much as Olivia since Naomi from season one. She's the epitome of pick-me girl, and it's so tempting to break the telly whenever I hear her speak. She's that infuriating. She forgot Kai's name at the first night, then was pissed off at him in recoupling, despite doing the same fucking thing. The fact that she's accusing Kai of playing a game when she's always going on about them being in the bottom three is ridiculous. If you genuinely like someone, then you wouldn't give a shit about what that public think. How Kai kept his skill with that girl, I genuinely don't know. If that was me, I would have told her to stop acting like a little bitch and start acting her age. She always seems to target an individual as well. First it was Zara, then it was Tanyelle, then it was Sammy, and it's probably going to be Sanam next. That girl needs humbling badly, Karim. So great email, Karim. Look, the situation with Ron is stuff that he was bad behaviour. Um, earlier in the, the show and, and the way he treated Lana. I think the way Lana took him back, I was sort of off that train for either of them. So you could be right. It, 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 sometimes you are blinded, but watching that many episodes, 
Tom has been a bell end and will for what they've done. And as we said in today's episode, I don't buy any of this redemption stuff. I think it's a whole a whole play by the producers. But no, I'm, I'm open to if you don't, if I've said that, if people are not going to agree with us 100%, and there's going to be people today who don't agree with us. So no, brilliant, brilliant email. Thank you. The next one's from Sarah in defense of Jesse. Hi, Chris and Joe and Dave in absence. Big fan of the pod, long-time listener. Just listen to your podcast in Casa Recoupling and do think you were too harsh on poor Jesse. First up, I do not believe for a minute that she went on the show for genuine reasons, but I but do any of these people. I think her agent made a, a deal through Love Island's International Link to get her on and she's gone in hoping to launch into the UK influencer market, but I believe she does really like Will. The guy is so cringeworthy that surely no one will be able to fake it with him to that extent for that long. Maybe I'm being naive, but I really have a I am really feeling for the poor girl. In saying that, I'm glad we got some juicy drama and can't wait to see what happens next. Peace and love, Sarah. P.S. Tanya is an absolute brat and I hope both Martin and Shaq move on. Great email. Someone else is disagreeing with Sarah. Honestly, I get it completely. I know we've gone on about it today, but let's see how that one goes. And then we've had an email from the Queen. She's back. Kayla is back. Finally caught up. Hey, guys, I finally caught up on the show and the podcast. Olivia and Tanya are both delusional. Olivia really thinks everyone is out to get her, but weirdly, she has better chemistry bickering with Zara and Sammy than any guy on the show so far. Tanya is playing the worst game I've ever seen. I think she only had an issue with the way Shaq spoke to Ron because she's more concerned about being comfortable in the house and Shaq was destabilizing it by being honest. Also, the host, Maya, is so stunning. It's unbelievable. Every time she shows up, I think it's a new bombshell. You're a long-time listener, Kayla. So thank you so much, Kayla. And great to hear from you again as well. And the next email is from our great friend, Denise. Casa Moore was rather pointless. The Liam Millie phenomenon changed Love Island Casa Moore and the consequences. Today's Islanders know they can wild out and all they need to do is write silly poems and everything is forgiven. As viewers spare us Casa and keep sending, us, sending new bombshells into the villa, I can't see a change in the villa dynamics as a result of Casa. For example, Kai would have moved on to Sanam if she came in as a bombshell. There's no consequences if they're all getting back with one another. From Denise. I totally agree, Denise. Great email. So, guys, if you want to contact us, as always, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to be on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are nearly at 500, so please, if you can, come and join us over there and join the discussion. Great stuff. Um, and really thanks to Charlene as well for moderating that. We really appreciate Charlene. Thank you. Uh, if you do want to support us, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's first roll call of honor for Love Island this week is Nicholas May, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Luda, Green, and Kenka Starson. So thank you so much for all your support, guys. We really appreciate it. I know we've gone hard in the paint on this one, but I was just busy. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for <laughs> letting us spend together. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.